Hey, John Reed here. Before we get to all of your takes about the Tennessee-Florida game, just want to let you all know you trusted me to save the football program. You trusted me to send Florida to hell. You trust me to make you laugh, make you cry, make you smarter throughout the week. You should consider trusting me to also help you buy or sell your home. That's right, I got my real estate license to kind of do on the side here, but I'll take care of you. We'll have a good time. We'll hang out. I'm with the Tracy Adams Realty Group. Their office number is 865-850-0896. But you can contact me personally. Shoot me a DM online if you're interested in you know talking and finding out what your house is worth or you know if you're in the process of starting to look for a house. Shoot me a DM. Shoot me an email, johnreedhomes at gmail.com. Or you can call me at 865-888-7325. Football season is here. And that leads to a lot of celebrating and, and partying. And yeah, it's game day. Time to get crunk. When you do that, be safe. Don't drive. But if you make a mistake or a loved one makes a mistake and you need to have legal representation, don't say guilty. Say Garza. Marcos Garza and his team are East Tennessee's premier DUI defense, criminal defense, and personal injury lawyers. They'll try to get you the best result possible in your case because, let's face it, that's what you're going to want. You're going to want somebody who's got your back. Marcos has your back. Before you say guilty, say Garza. You can contact them 24-7, 365 at GarzaLaw.com or through the phone at 865-540-8300. Let's get to the episode. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. <laughs> but I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. <laughs> Let the goons be goons. Eleven in a row. Eleven in a row. Eleven in a row. Enough. Eh, eh, 38 in a row. As in 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. I don't know what the hell's going on here tonight, but I hope that we are now set and ready to go. Because I'm trying to get it set up on my laptop to record it, the way I can easily put it in podcast form. And once I got it switched over, then my beats, it, it went quiet. I couldn't hear anything. But now we're good to go. Caleb, are you there? Seth, welcome to the show. Happy you showed up. How are you tonight? I'm good. Did I uh, Do I understand correctly that the first caller predicted Jamal with the K hadn't to uh, ice the game with the interception? I don't know if he believed it, but that's what was predicted. How electric? That after, would be electric. It would be electric, but I don't want. I don't want it. I don't want it. So I don't want it to come down to a final possession interception. I would rather be in control. Oh, me too. But man, it would be so good if if Kamal hadn't did it. It makes me laugh just thinking about it. Do you agree with uh, the first joined guest, the first speaker? He says everyone's out on Joe. I say that's not the case. I say that there are some people concerned the ma- about Joe. The majority of people are 
100% like in on him if you read Twitter. They're like contorting themselves into pretzels and coming up with stats comparing Joe to Hendon and blah, 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 and all this stuff. The majority of the fans, the, the like the, the standard UT fan, like Barrister Ball, for example, like the standard UT fan is very, very, they're all in. Joe's right off camera holding a gun to their heads. I will say that I think everyone agrees that he has to play well this week, though. And I do think that people will get ugly if Tennessee doesn't play well offensively. They might not jump ship as long as we win. Of course, that's the most important thing. But uh, I think we all want to see Jalen Wright get the ball 20 times. All right, let's try Caleb again. Caleb, can you speak? Don't embarrass me again. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, thank all right, you. All right, here space go. has got off to a bad start. Okay. okay, thank you for joining. Yeah, yeah, All right, Um, I was going to ask, so, like, hopefully, you know, we don't have to cross this bridge, but what would, like, <laughs> what would <laughs> – how bad would Joe's stat line need to be at the end of the first quarter for Nico to come in? Like how, like, let's say, well, okay. Let's say after the first half. So at halftime, you're looking at Joe's stat line, looking at the box score. And what the hell has happened to the energy in here? Two weeks ago, we were 11 and one, 12 and zero, And now we're talking about hey, hey, Hollywood. Hopefully Joe. this is just, I, I don't this disagree. Just, this is just nightmare I, scenario. We don't, you know, we can just kind of get this out of the way. And I uh, don't have to deal with that. Brother CV. Hypothetically, of course. Hypothetically, of course, word to life, Jennings. Tennessee would have to be losing at halftime and have scored fewer than 10 points, and Joe would have to have at least two interceptions. I, I was think. thinking two interceptions. Yeah, I was thinking two interceptions like, is, the, is the minimum. So yeah. I know that, John, you think as long as we're winning, he doesn't get pulled, right? That's what I think. I think as long as we're winning, he doesn't Brother get pulled. Brother CV, you always ask the best questions, as I've said for literally like three straight podcasts, but um, you, think, that. you think he can get pulled even if we're winning? No, no, okay. uh, not if we're winning. Like, I think, no. I think that's kind of like, and I think that's just the fan base's like probably mentality as a whole. Like as long as we win, like I think that like the whole Heisman hopeful campaign thing has kind of gone, but like as long as you, you just, think, just the whole, you know, Al Davis yeah. just win baby. Heisman thing is gone. Breaking news, everybody. Joe's not winning the Heisman. It's such a... Hey, like, hey, hey. Okay, that's, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, I think that, that the bar has... Getting. Yeah, the bar of, like, expectation is lower. What we uh, promised we're not getting, and the people that did the promising are acting <laughs> like they didn't promise what they promised. Like, it's like they've memory hold it, and it's just not... We didn't <laughs> promise that. Like, look, we beat Florida 6-3. to three. Why don't you just shut up and be happy? Right, it's, it's such right. a it's such a bad mindset to have when everyone in the SEC outside of Georgia looks awful, especially when we've gone through how many quarterbacks like I don't know twelve, thirteen, like I don't think that's too much, but that haven't won in the swamp. So like, even if Joe, if if we win and Joe's stat line isn't pretty, but that's still a feat to win in the swamp. You know, it's been twenty years, so like, it will be an accomplishment. When Tennessee wins, it'll be an accomplishment no matter how ugly it is. That's why I think that he's safe as long as we're ahead and as long as we keep winning. And I think that's the way it should be, quite frankly, because, you know, I, only one coach that I can remember had the balls to to bench a, a, an incumbent quarterback for a freshman, and that was when they got Kelly Bryant out of there for well, Trevor Lawrence. Saving with Tua. 
Well, he waited until the very last moment for that, though, right? True. I mean, like right. that was right. do or die. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like, hey, let's keep it. Let's do it in game three or four. That was like, hey, we're about to lose the national championship. Yeah. But yes, you are right. That's another good example. But I feel like they probably could have made that. They wanted to in the season, they right? To. But they kind of waited. Yeah. yeah they, I mean, it's crazy though. Like Hurts, he didn't he win SEC Offensive yeah. Player of the Year? Which is which? I guess Kirby had the same issue with Justin Fields and Fromm. You know, so I don't know. We'll also keep in mind Joe won SEC Player of the Week in Week One, so and it, listen, you're being a little too negative. No, 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 no. I, I was... He hasn't been able to forget that because the Milton Militia has let us know that he's won it over and over and over, just like Hendon Hooker won it last year after Pittsburgh when he didn't play that well either. I, I, I blame you for being late, Seth. I, I blame my technical difficulties. For getting us off to a bad start. We're off to Caleb, a great start. I love you. Hey, appreciate Give it. Give me a score prediction on the way out. Give me a score prediction on the way so, out. So I think that the number 38 always is uh, rings true for some reason lately for the, the game. I'm going to go 38-28. We cover. We win. On to the next one. Will you be in Gainesville? I will not. I will be uh, my wife's birthday celebrating that, watching the game, um, just doing that. We'll and tell her uh, that. T- tell her that John and Happy Seth birthday to Mrs. CB. Will you be at the tailgate for the South Carolina game? Uh, I probably will, yes. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I look forward to seeing you there. All right, thanks, fellas. Bring her, too. See you, boys. Okay. Uh, how about we get a little positivity? Uh, let me check here. Mark, I know you've been waiting, but this is a uh, in collaboration. Let me make sure that – let me make sure. Hold on. Because Brother Bob is uh, one of my – most valued patrons, he gets to cut right through the front of the line. So let me make sure I'm not going to make Mark upset and make sure he's not a high-dollar patron. One second, Mark. Uh, how do I find this? It's going to be hard to beat Bob. Bob's, Bob's one of my best boys. Okay, I'm going with Bob, Mark. Sorry about that. Uh, Bob, you are up. What is up, my friend? <laughs> Bob, can you hear me? John, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I, let's get some positivity going. Let's get some positivity going. Uh, let's, uh, let's have a call back to my call a couple weeks ago about uh, a, certain, a certain Tim Banks and uh, him being on Fraud Watch. You put Tim Banks on Fraud Watch, and I got to say, I feel like Tim Banks has kind of answered the call. Uh, Tim Banks has answered the call, but he remains on Fraud Watch, I have to say. Okay, at least we haven't elevated to fraud warning. We have not elevated a fraud warning, and Tim Banks has an opportunity this weekend to remove himself off of fraud watch. Um, I will admit the first the first two weeks of the season, Tim Banks has has laid the log chain on the table, and <laughs> you can feel the heat pulsating from across the room. Uh, Brother AJ in the Discord, you know, Reese Ranch, the Reese Ranch Discord ha- brought the numbers today. Your Tennessee Vols, our Tennessee Vols, the mighty Tennessee Vols lead the nation in sacks and tackles right. for loss. That's right. That's right. And I have to credit myself. I, I have to credit myself for that mostly for for putting Tim Banks on Fraud Watch and and motivating Brother Tim to bring that rancid dick heat. And I'm not sure without my motivation that would have happened. We did play Virginia and uh, Austin P, but we won't talk about that. Um, mo- well, some people answer, Bob. 
Some people can answer the call. Some people, you can challenge their manhood. You can say, hey, it's now or never. Let's see what you got. And some people can answer. Some fold. Some can't take the heat. Some have to get out of the kitchen. But some people say, yes, chef, and get the damn job done. And so far, it's what Tim Banks and the boys have been doing. Although I will say, I did not think we'd be sitting here (laughs) heading into the swamp thinking that Tim Banks and our run game was the key to the game. Now, you know, the run game we kind of knew was going to be good, but we were like, hey, let's not throw the ball. Let's ground control and get after the quarterback. Didn't see that coming. Listen, God works in mysterious ways, and people forget that fast, fun, and real means a lot of different things in different contexts. Tim Banks has embraced the gospel of fast, fun, and real and has brought it to the defensive side of the ball and you can't and you can't tell me that Aaron Beasley is not fast, fun, and real. That James Pierce is not fast, fun, and real. Um, Kamal, Tyler Barron, Tyler Barron, t- Tyler Barron, fast, fun, uh, out of nowhere. Omar and I may be fucking up his name, and he's a he's a transfer, so I'm not gonna you know I'm I'm obviously less than Omar Norman Lott. Omar, who you're referring to? I was gonna say Norman Lott. I was gonna say it correctly, so credit to me again. Um, he has also brought the rancid dick heat, so credit to him. Um, but moving on, and John, to your point about some people answering the call. Uh, we need a certain Joseph Milton III to answer the call this weekend, to answer the bell, so to speak. And I'm going to have to lay the log chain on the table of my own right now and say that uh, one Joseph Milton III is on Category 5 fraud warning this weekend. Oh, no. But he's got the oh, he's no. got the opportunity to answer the bell. He can he can step up like Tim Banks did. He can step up like Tim Banks, or he can fold. But Saturday Saturday is the day, boys. It is the last stand. As it is, as it CB is. said, as CB said, there are only a couple of quarterbacks in Tennessee recent history of our lifetimes who have won in the swamp. Hell, people still treat Casey Clawson like a legend for winning in the swap by being able to hand the ball off and dump it down to a bunch of NFL players while we had an NFL defense getting stops. It didn't matter that it wasn't pretty. All that we remember is that Casey Clawson led us to victories. So that's all Joe really has to do. Well, all Joe has to do is simply not lose. Does this Florida team suck? Are they a shell of what the program used to be? Yes. Sunbelt Billy sucks. Florida sucks. They went and got Wisconsin's transfer quarterback, and they thought that was going to work. Newsflash, he sucked at Wisconsin. He sucks at Florida. But none of that matters because we need to end another streak. We need to beat Florida in the swamp. And if Joe Milton does that, he will forever be remembered as the quarterback who ended the streak. Well, John, my response to that is the uh, the average uh, replacement-level Vols fan who, who who goes up on the message boards and on Twitter, x.com, and talks about Muck, Muck Iceman, Muck Casey Clawson, have 90 flat IQs and are 45 years old on average. And that's the same people in the Milton Militia. Well, and hold on, they're also the backbone of this fan base, so show some damn respect. Also, no respect, and they can continue buying the tickets and buying the t-shirts, but it's a near era of football, boys, and we're fast, fun, and real now, and grinding out 
a game 21 to 14 is not going to cut it anymore. I want some fireworks. Especially when the SEC is there for the second. I agree, as long as he wins, it's enough for this weekend. But it's not enough when, like, just a decent quarterback might be able to win, you know, against Alabama. Just like a, you know, and uh, or not decent, but but a good quarterback. I'll uh, I'll hang up and I'll give other people some time. But my score prediction this weekend is an extremely unsatisfying twenty-four to ten Tennessee victory. <laughs> and hey, that's a that's a cover, and that's a defensive masterpiece by Tim Banks. I'll take that. Sign me up for 24 to 10 right now. Listen, positives, positives, Tim Banks is off of Fraud Watch. Negatives, Joe Milton, we're going to beat Florida, and Joe Milton is going to come out of this this weekend on Fraud Warning, and we're going to have a full-blown quarterback controversy. Uh, I love you boys. Have a good night. I hope I see both of your beautiful faces this weekend. You will. I love you as well. I can't wait. Going to, to Gainesville. Love to see it. At least we got one person so far that will be there carrying the fight with us. See you, Bob. 24, 24 to 10. Okay. Let's, uh, I'm going to grab Stones. He's our highest patron. He gets to come on here. And then I'll get Mark. I'll add him on. All right. So, Zach, you hold on for a second. I'm going to put Mark on. We can all three talk. Mark, welcome to the show, my friends. Thanks for holding. Mark. How we doing, boys? How's our chili? How's our chili temperature right now? Well, I'm trying to heat it up. I'm trying to heat it up because so far there's been a lot of damn negativity. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, the one thing I did want to respond to on the uh, on the first caller, uh, if Kamal hadn't did, and, you know, if he happens to uh, get a game-winning or uh, icing uh, pick in any form or fashion, um, can he could talk all the shit he wants and we'll probably eat it up, and that would be a far cry from like uh, several months ago last year. It'll be a redemption story. It'll be second only. It'll be second only to Aaron Beasley going from beating the hell out of that cat. For a good reason. For a good reason. That cat tried to steal his food. And you know what? Uh, food's hard to come by these days. I don't know if you know, but things are expensive. And he was probably really hungry, training hard. And that cat tainted his food. And that's a sign of aggression. And, you know, the cat probably should have been putting down if we're talking about it. Honestly, now. But Beasley rebounded. He redeemed himself. And now Kamal Haddon could be number two on our list, slightly ahead of Jeremy Banks, who went from, you know, his whole thing to being a good linebacker to then kind of ruining the season. But that's what's at stake for Haddon this weekend. And, um, you know, okay, if, if, you look at, uh, if you look at the Orange Bowl last year, I keep going back. I keep you trying there? to fucking call me in the middle of this. You there? Mark, hey. Mark, do your people not know that you're on <laughs> the Reeds for I didn't send out the fucking memo, spaces? damn it. Uh, people keep trying to call me. Or maybe they're calling shit. you to try to – maybe they're calling you to tell you they hear you. Let's go. <laughs> but, uh, Let's speed it up. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm bombing badly right now. But, no, um, where I was going to is um, you go back to the Orange Bowl game. Um, yeah, Joe wasn't as quick um, – Joe wasn't as quick with the offense, and you kind of mentioned that earlier on Talk Sports and the way he, uh, you know, managed the offense. But, you know, the thing that I kind of go back to is Joe always seems like the kind of dude that if he connects on a big play early, he can be pretty efficient 
and uh, get the confidence he needs to kind of hit on those 10 to 15 yard routes that he's slightly, you know, uh, throwing behind guys right now and missing. And I'm just kind of wondering, do you think maybe on the, you know, first drive, we got a little bit of juice going with the run game. Maybe we uh, finally open up and take a shot deep. Well, hell, I hope so. I, I, I've had enough screen passes for this season. If they drop screen. a safety in the box, they have to. Yeah. Yeah. And they will. Well, I mean, you also kind of look back to that first drive against Utah, and I mean, yeah. which, um, granted, they're granted they're not uh, built like we are offensively, but, I mean, if they got a fucking third-string walk-on guy that could hit them across the top deep for what was like 73-yard pass, I mean, surely to God with our weapons and getting Cooper back well, in front. Hey, you know what? I, I got to say, I got to cut you off there because I need to see the weapons. The weapons have been a little underwhelming so far this year. I said before the Virginia game, the thing I was most interested in was watching our wide receivers. So far, I've been pretty disappointed. I know they haven't gotten the most accurate balls, but they also haven't made too many tough catches either. I need the receivers to show out. Mark, you going to be in the swamp? I won't be in the swamp this weekend, boys. I'm actually uh, I'm going to be up at Craven, so okay, I'll be at the good. watch party. Uh, yeah. Support, yeah, support the radio station. Go to the watch party if you're hanging out in Knoxville. Go to go to Craven Wings over on South North Shore in Chodo. Appreciate that, Mark. Thank you for the plug. Score prediction on the way out. Score prediction. Um, like I said, I I feel like going into it, I'm still confident, man. I know. Uh, the showing hasn't been the cleanest. It hasn't been the best, but, you know, I feel like we're going to rise to the occasion. It's a fucking rivalry game. Uh, I may sound crazy for it, but I'm going 38-20. Big 38-20. Okay, that's good. That, that, now we're getting some positivity going. Mark, appreciate you, and thanks for the support. Thanks, I'm, boys. Go Vols. Go Vols. All right, let's get Hank on here. Zach, I don't see you requested to be a speaker anymore, so hop on if you want to hop on. Uh, Hank, what's up, brother? What's up, boys? How are you? Feeling good. Feeling good. Seth's trying to bring me down. Seth's been negative for about four straight days now. But I'm, I'm not. I'm not bringing anybody down. You know, after after being called a hateful slur for about five straight days now by a certain person in this space, Seth. I just, Seth. Seth is the, I Seth only is the called person. you a woman twice. I only called you a woman twice. I just want to know. What you guys think? I mean, I personally think that we're going to go into Florida. Everybody's been pretty modest tonight. I think we're going to go in and beat their ass for the first time in 20 years. Everybody's been very, very, very modest. We could have Gaston Moore handed off to Jalen Wright 25 times in the game, and we're going to win by 30 points. I've said that on the podcast. They can just hand it off and do screen passes and win. Absolutely. Nobody expects to lose. Nobody expects to lose. But do you not agree that the offense has been pretty tame? It's been pretty tame, Seth. Yeah. The question is, Hank, has the offense been tame out of design or has it been tame out of necessity? That's what we're going to find out on Saturday. Have we been vanilla on purpose or have we got a problem that Joe can't really take the offense to the same heights as Hendon Hooker? If we're, if we're really thinking that we need to throw deep balls against Austin P, then I'm going to call every motherfucker in here the slur that I've been called the last four days. Well, no, no, no. I don't think we needed to. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we've been saving something. I truly do, and I do think that Joe's, you know, ironically enough, I think it's his best pass now because he sucked at it, you know, two years ago. But now I think that's when he's at his most comfortable is just launching it to the moon. 
So I'm hoping that we all of a sudden see that at Florida. And if they do stay in the two safety deep look and they're not putting anybody in the box, I trust Josh Heifel to keep heading the ball off and running down their throat. Damn, you are dumb, Hank. <laughs> but I still love you. I love you so much, guys. No, I, I think I think you, uh, obviously the entire time that I've been talking to you this week, Joe can be better. Nobody's arguing that. You've called me leader of the Milton militia the entire time. I've said I've agreed with you. But you've been a little too, a little be too much. He's been, he could be better. No one's arguing that. He could be a lot better. He could be a lot better. He could be a little better. I think it could be a lot better. If you want to, if you want to go ten and two, he needs to be a lot better. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I disagree with that. I disagree. Maybe not ten and two. Maybe eleven and one. Yeah. If you want to go ten and two, if you want to go ten and two, I think he just needs to be a little bit better. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, ain't it? Yeah. Eleven and one. The schedule sucks. The schedule sucks. He's gonna have to play good to beat Alabama at Alabama. You know, we talk about we talk about this the best chance to be Florida in Gainesville. This is gonna be shaping up to be the best chance to beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa in a in. A long, yeah. long, long time. A yeah. long, yeah. long, long time. Much yeah. longer than Gainesville. He's going to have to be a lot better to do that. But Quinn Ewers, yeah, I was going to say Quinn Ewers did it, but he had to hit a couple of those beautiful, beautiful deep balls. And, you know, hopefully Joe can still do that when we get there. So, Hank, you said we're going to kick their ass. Are you going to Gainesville, or have you made a decision? He's not. It's TBD, actually. I've been making some calls to he's see not. if I can make it down. He's not. We we'll have to go drive in a circle Sunday. Hope to see you there. If not, I hope to see you at South Carolina. I, I'll, I will see you guys there on. no matter what. See, see you, bud. I love you, Hank. Bye-bye. All right, let's see if we can get Zach on now. Let's see if we got him. Zach, are you there? Zach, What's going on, boys? Oh, just trying to rally the troops. What are you Hey, doing? you know, it's getting colder up here, and that means – the chili's getting warmer because we're getting old deeper here in the football season. And uh, now, when you say up here, the audience doesn't know uh, yeah. you are in Alaska. Long, you are a, you are vault up all the way up in Alaska. It's a long ass ways up here, but you know what? Uh, I'll go ahead and give you the early score prediction: thirty-eight ten, thirty-eight thirteen. There we go. There we go. There we go. Thirty-eight ten, Florida. Or Vols? Balls, obviously. Florida ain't gonna do shit. Graham Mertz is not a good quarterback, uh, and it's just, it's gonna get ugly quick. The cat's going to be let out of the bag. Aaron Beasley's going to probably have three sacks, at least. Um, they're just going to, they're going to. I have, I've been shocked that the team total on FanDuel is is twenty five and a half from what I've seen. Twenty five and a half. That that's been a little shocking, seeing that Florida's supposed to score that many points on no. us. Thirteen max. They scored what eleven against Utah? Yeah, at least. 13 is the max. Tennessee, probably, I mean, at least 38, maybe 40. I don't know. Well, before the Virginia game, we thought we were going to comfortably roll out and score 31 points at will. What's your level of confidence, Seth, that we score at least 31 points on Saturday? Did Seth leave? 65%. 65% that we score at least 31 points. I mean that that's the number we have to if we hit thirty one, it's pretty it's a pretty comfortable win in my opinion. Yeah. I think I really do think that like we could just run it down their throat. We've run on everyone since he's been here. I think Jalen you know, I, I, I think Jalen Wright has hundred and fifty yards too. 
Yeah, he will be unveiled on Saturday night. I mean, he's the second best running back in the SEC. Well, it could be a national coming out party for him. That's what I was going to say. I mean, it's going to be at least 150, probably two touchdowns. I mean, go kill him. Go down there and beat the shit out of him. Go down there, kill him, beat the shit out of him. I mean, that that would be nice. It would be cathartic just to have that moment. Seth keeps saying he wants a 1995 Joey Kent Alabama moment where you just, you know, slay the dragon and you, you know, just beat their ass. The whole cliche of knock the bully out. Yeah. I mean, Seth, Seth doesn't know if we're going to get that, he says, but you think we're going to get it. You think we're just going to kind of wash away all the sins. What I will say is I, I've said it on the radio, so sorry if you've already listened to that, but like I miss, I miss the fast starts. I miss the good first quarters yeah. because I do think in this scenario against Florida, if you have a good first quarter, they are going to quit. Their fans are going to quit on the coach. The fans are going to quit on the players. The players are going to be looking at the coach funny. And, like, it could go a long, long way just to get up and score, you know, even 10 quick points in the first quarter. I think I, th- I think you see 14 to 21 in the first quarter. You know, we've said, we've said secret playbook all week. Well, the secret playbook is going down there and beating the shit out of them. <laughs> well, just, just for the record – I'm saying I hope there's a secret playbook. We don't know if there is, but I hope there is one because I'm going to feel really damn stupid on Saturday night in Florida <laughs> if I'm watching us run the same damn offense <laughs> we ran against Austin P. If there's not a secret playbook, I don't think it matters. I think the secret playbook could be that Billy Napier is just a dumbass. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just saying, like, I do think if we, you know, you keep saying, Seth, that we can win it just by running and throwing screens. I agree but I think it'll be a sweat in the fourth quarter. I think it'll be an 11-point yeah. game at most. I mean, it'll be ugly. Yeah, yeah. So if, we're, if, we, if we don't have a secret playbook, then I'm still going to feel dumb for being down there because I've seen two dumbass losses in Florida. I don't want to see a third. I actually can't believe I'm going back down there, but you kind of talked me into it because you kept saying you would go when you knew we were going to win. So then you said you were going to go, and then everyone in the Discord said they were going to go. And peer pressure is a bitch. And now I have to go. And I almost canceled my flight, but I didn't. So I'm going to be there and we balled up. And hopefully, hopefully we're not putting clown makeup on in the fourth quarter as we're sweating out a last second drive. No. Because we know how that most likely ends. No, not this year. Not this year. I'm going to hop off here and uh, bubbles out, I guess, according to Hank. Thank you, brother Zach. Let's keep it rolling. I'm going to get Steven. What's up, Steven? Let's see if you can bring the same amount of energy and positivity. Nice to talk to you, brother Weeks. How are you? Well, off to a good start, brother Weeks. You're muted. Unmute yourself. Unmute yourself, Weeks. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. You're, you're good. You sound like you're talking in a tin can, but it's okay. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, it's not that great. Uh, but it's great to hear from you. Uh, yeah. I'm happy to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing I want to say is I've been hearing, and I've not been on the Twitter or the Discord or anything, so I'm not really saying much. But around here, over in West Tennessee, God's country, um, I'm hearing a lot of, like, dejected balls fans. You know, the whole – they saw – they saw what we did to Austin P, and now they think we're going to divert back to the old days. Listen, we're we're done with that. The days of the Bush Jones and bull, all that bullshit is over. We're 
we're going to go down to the swamp and kick the ever-living shit out of them boys. I think we get into the 40s. I think we're Mel Keaton. Okay. All his problems of dropping the ball, uh, dropping passes. I think Joe Milton is uh, is going to be able to throw the ball all over the field. I think we've seen some of the worst play calling uh, ever. Like, I mean, in the first two games, I don't think we saw anything. I, I think we're going to open it up completely and just blow this thing away. Now we're talking weeks. Okay. Now we're talking. Important to note, Keaton, Keaton had his coming out party last year against Florida. Important to remember that. Wait, what the hell you got going on? What is going on in the background there? Weeks. Weeks. What do you got going on in the background? What you got going on in the background? Was that a, was that on TV? Somebody yelling at him? All right, Garrett was up next. Then I'll get to GB. What's up, Garrett? Unmute your mic. Get it. Sounds like he's watching cops. <laughs> it does. It does. Garrick. Uh, Garrick Are you plays. guys just mess with me right now? Garrick. Just go to Boomer. Just go, Garrick only wants to talk about like Notre Dame probably or something. Just go to Boomer. He's now muted. He's now muted. Let me know when you want to talk, Garrick. I'm not going to sit here and look like an idiot. Let me tell you, if GB doesn't unmute his mic right away, I'm ending the damn space. He's muted. Hey, he what's up, it. boys? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Just watching the Braves celebrate their uh, sixth straight division title, so not bad. Oh. So I had, a, I had a quick question for you, boys. Uh, you know, I was at the Braves game on Saturday. Didn't get the chance to watch uh, the, the Tennessee Vols game. I was, I had intentions. All right, we get it. We get it. You love the Braves. Yeah, yeah. You've already mentioned it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I was fully intending on going back and watching the game, but seeing the final score, I just have no desire to go back and watch. So there was a Smart. there was a poster on VolQuest that said we only ran a variation of eight different plays during the whole game. Do we think that's true? That's true. Well, what, hasn't that been what hasn't that been what people have said about Heifel's offense in general? How many offenses are different than that now? That's what I want to know. How many? How yeah, many like people I, are running? I mean, anybody who's ever played Madden knows you kind of only need eight plays, man. You really only need like five you can trust. Like John Gruden supposedly had like this monstrous playbook, blah blah blah. But like how many how many teams in college are really running? A thick playbook that has like so many different plays. Like I, I'm not buying that they do. I would probably lean closer to a shallow playbook than a deep playbook for sure, Seth. And I wouldn't be surprised if we only ran eight plays. I mean, I think that there's probably variations of those eight that. I mean, I, I haven't watched. I, I didn't watch film. You know, I didn't pay attention last year to the different concepts. But like I said, I'd be surprised in most games if we ran more than like twelve different plays. I would say that you are correct, and those 12 plays have variations because yeah. I remember people talking about, like, Hyatt in the slot. The slot is the hardest position to play in this offense. It requires the most reads, and, like, you would run a play, and Hyatt could do X amount of things out of this one play based on where everyone is. Right. So it's I like an option say, play. You, you go I, up I, and, I hey, either you run fast in a straight line, run fast across the middle of the field, or run, like, three, three yards up and turn around. Like, that's yeah. all one play. It's just a read. Yeah. Spe- speaking of that, do we think we see Hypo go back to three straight wide receivers and never subbing this week and seeing Dante Thornton sit the bench? 
Well, I don't know what Thornton's done to get to play, honestly. That's been pretty disappointing. I don't know how you would trust him in the swamp. Yeah. I, w- I would not sub unless you ran a dude the whole length of the field, and then, you know, it's like Jabari Small touched. Yeah, like if you run a deep shot and it's incomplete. Like, even if a wide receiver runs like a, you know, a 50-yard fly pattern and yep. it's incomplete, like he's on the sideline, just go ahead and take him out at that point because, you know, you're going to want to get some fresh legs up there. The biggest thing I want to see, honestly, is the offense go fast again. You know, I, I have been made fun of from two years ago for calling it a gimmick offense, but I do think we need to go fast. I think fast is the gimmick. It's a great gimmick. It works. It's like me going out there standing shirtless in a field and cutting promos. It's a gimmick, but, hey, people enjoy it. I want to see us go fast. We haven't really done that so far other than the one drive against Virginia before half, and I think that's the best we looked all year. Yeah, for sure. And um, Florida looked like they were running in mud against Utah anyway, so it would be interesting to see how they reacted to it. Well, I want to go say. fast because it's boring when we don't. Yeah, it's not it's not fun or real. And I, I'm not go I'm slow. not going I'm not going back to the stadium to, to watch a visual sleeping pill. I don't want to fall asleep. Go fast wanna, or I'll be bored. Go fast. Go fast. Boomer, what uh prediction you got? Oh yeah, I got uh thirty four seventeen. Graham Mertz is not leading Florida to score more than 20 points. There's just no way. Not on two banks. I think out of all the predictions, I think I like 34-17 the best so far. You're the leader in the clubhouse for my favorite prediction, Boomer. All right. Love you, boys, as always. Have fun this weekend. Tear that place down. Love you, too, Boomer. I love you, Boomer. Yes, sir. See you, hopefully, for the South Carolina game. Let's go. Let's grab Garrick. Let's see if Garrick has figured out how to do this yet. And hopefully he doesn't want to talk about Sam Hartman. What's up, Garrick? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you, boys? Well, look who finally learned how to run the space. <laughs> I think I was in the Discord, and I think it fucked up. I, I, whenever you gave me permission, I was in the Discord still. I think it really fucked it up. I don't know. Well, either way, yeah. either way we yeah. hear you now. What's up? Um, I know there's a lot of talk about us being fast. Um, do we think that with Cooper Mays being back, does that help us go any faster? Is that a big deal? I mean, is he even going to play? I don't. Does that, does that factor going At- faster? After Heupel's comments the last couple of days, I believe on Monday and Wednesday, I do expect Cooper Mays to play. That's just me reading from Heupel's comments, not me having any inside information or anything. If he travels, he plays. Yeah, if he travels, he plays. So we'll have that answer. Where, where do they travel now? Probably Friday, tomorrow. Usually. You said tomorrow? I'd say so. Right? Okay. Well, I don't Cooper think we... it's been a huge deal, though, Garrick. I don't think it's been a huge deal. Because I think the offensive line got so, – got, a lot better in the second half of camp and, and kind of solved some of the issues. And now you know, I, I do think having an experienced center who's your best or second best offensive lineman, that's a big deal. And the center obviously needs to help line everybody up or at least like help with the plays and be on that page. So I do think it matters a little bit, but I don't think that was the difference between not going fast against two inferior I think, opponents. I think the main reason for us being slower is Joe, unfortunately. I think just what it boils down to. I don't think that. Yep. I don't think that the the staff trusts him to to run the offense like we did last year. I think it's just ultimately what it boils down to. Well, I do have that. I do have that concern. It, it does feel like 
Hooker obviously had a better grasp on the offense so far. But again, I am completely fine with withholding judgment until Saturday. Yeah, I think I'm completely fine with withholding judgment. And I don't think I don't think anybody's arguing that we need Joe to have his A game for us to beat this Florida team, but if we do want, you know, if eleven and one is on our mind, ten and two, dare I say, we've got to have something better than the bullshit that we've seen the first two games because that just ain't going to cut it. It's just not going to cut. Yeah, it. we got to have a little bit better. We have a, we have to have a little bit better to go ten and two. We have to have a little bit better to go ten and two. I'm not sure how much better because it does seem like the SEC is just dreadful this year. And like you know, you if you get through this game with a win, you don't leave Knoxville for a month. That should really help the team jail. That should really help the offense get better. Like you should really improve over the last over the next month against UTSA and South Carolina in a bye week, and then you know it wouldn't surprise me if your best like actual game is against Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's when you like it all kind of clicks for you. Yeah. And what do we think? I, I'm assuming that the offensive line we're done rotating the offensive line. I think whatever we put out in the first drive against Florida is what we're going to see for the rest of the year. I don't know. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that because I feel like Ellerby's been on record as saying he likes rotating and he likes playing different guys. I think Crawford will start, but Mincy is your right tackle. Yeah, when is Mincy going to get his head out of his ass and play and just be a starting well, right he tackle? I mean, he, play, he played two more snaps than Crawford against Austin P. I just think he's. I just think he's his his ceiling is so much higher than Crawford at right tackle. I just don't know. When's it going to click with him for him to be the right? He tackle? refused to play. I, yeah, I don't understand. I don't. Did he not see Donald Wright get drafted in top what whatever ten pick or whatever the hell it was at right tackle? I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, it's a good point because usually, you know, in the past, obviously, you want to play left tackle. You want to play that because that's the blind side of the quarterback. But that's a good point by you that you know Darnell just went in the top ten playing right tackle. He didn't look too hot against a against a Packers though, but that's besides the point. Did he I thought he did. I didn't. I, didn't I thought he did. I don't yeah. have the fucking PFF bullshit nerd numbers, but just off of <laughs> you know, just off of the, the eye test, the, the eye test, eye. Has failed. The eye test. And, <laughs> and I will say that you are you are our, our go to guy for Midwestern sports between Notre Dame and the Bears. So thank you, Garrett, for reporting that. <laughs> are, you, are you going to the Notre Dame Ohio State game next week? I am. I am. I'm going. Good. That'll be awesome. Yep. I'm jealous. Yep. It's awesome. gonna be a fun time. I'm going to see Shane Gillis the night before. He's in town. Nice. And uh, he's a he's a big Notre Dame. He player. is. He's a he is bringing along Frank the Tank uh, <laughs> next week to watch the game with him. So I'm hoping I run into those two lads. Man. Any score prediction on the way out? I think it is. Well, don't, don't, don't think so hard about it. I don't know why you sounded <laughs> well, so no, I, I know we're gonna win. It's a, it's okay. I know we're gonna win. I know we're gonna cover. <sighs> um, but I just don't know. I, I don't see us holding them. Anything less than twenty-one points, I'd say it's probably thirty-eight, twenty-eight. What? Okay, that's our you second think, thirty-eight, twenty-eight. You think we can't hold them to twenty-one points? I just, anymore? I don't know. I, I just, I want Banks is Seth, Seth, Seth. Garrick respects Graham Merce because it's Big Ten football. <laughs> that's, right, that's, that's, right, that's right. That's right. That's right. All right. Whatever. Whatever. You, Love brother. you, boys. See. You. I love you too, buddy. You know he respects his Big Ten football. Give him a break. All right, let's see what Blue Moon Ball's got for us. Blue Moon Ball, 
Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. We got a nice crew here, a nice community. If you're not a part of it and you want to be, cut the check. Support Seth's kids. Support my trip to Florida. Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. What's up, B? What's happening? How y'all doing tonight? Thriving, my brother. How it's are a you? pleasure to hear your voice as always, my brother. Well, I uh, just walked in. I don't know what we talked about earlier. But Wait. all this Joe Milton talk, I'm going to ask my question that I asked two weeks ago. When do you have to when, when is enough enough and put it and i'm gonna ask you this if you could have went back in january one started nico got starter reps from then spring spring ball summer fall camp is he ahead of what milton's been the last two days last two games so i take it this is what you meant when you texted me the other day and I didn't yeah respond. i'm just used you to you not replying question. so i'm just gonna start texting you more since you don't reply so I do love every time I get a text from you, but I'm always busy and I always forget to reply. But, okay, so if you said, I'm getting ice out of my fridge, hold on. So you're telling me, you're asking if, if Nico had been the day one starter. Yes. Like literally day one Nico from January on. Yeah, I think you would I think you would have seen better quarterback play the first two games. Now, do I think that we would have the hope that it's a vanilla offense? No, because I think they actually would have ran the offense to get him reps doing it. So I want to be fair to Joe. But at the same time, man, at a certain point, we got to say it's, it's year six. We, we need to see something on the field. The reason I said in October that the day that this kid committed, regardless, you know, we knew Hooker was leaving and we, pretty, we were pretty sure Joe was coming back. You got to have him in day one because he's an elite talent. And if Joe, if um, Hypel can get that, dork from missouri drafted people thinking he was going to be a franchise quarterback for the broncos hey he, he like the song put on don't forget that he could rap the song put he on. he gets every quarterback he has drafted and nico is by far the most talented guy he's ever had start as a starting base yeah you, no, for sure. you, you got to it. let that kid i mean with as easy as this sec schedule is there's no i mean nico could go to the swamp and hand the ball off you know what you want to do and make a few plays you you, re- you don't need the quarterback in this offense right now. We don't need them until Texas A&M to win these Brother games. Brother I could not agree with you more. Uh, like, you have Nico for 36 regular season games. Yes. And everyone – this is why, like, the biggest travesty of last Saturday night was not how bad Joe Milton was. It so was we didn't get to see Nico. Nico. Is that Nico didn't get to play? Because every you feel like every time he takes a snap in a in a live game, he gets better. Every single time he gets on the field in the last yep. game, gets better. And That's that, the hope. You get, you get 36 games, and you just lost one of those games Saturday night. Now, I agree with you completely. I think there were two there were two paths at the end of last season. One was you hit the portal and you try to get, like, Spencer Rattler or somebody for one year. You tamper the hell out of somebody and get him or somebody else. Or you just say, we signed the number one player in the country. We're starting him from day one because we know a year from now – he is going to be a menace. Yep. He and is I going. Like he is Seth, going to be Seth, a Heisman Trophy finalist. I like next that year. more than anything because you only get him for like you gave him eight million dollars. He's the number one player in the country. He is an elite talent. He's like created to play in this offense. I think unless you could have gotten like Sam Hartman or Drake May, that you couldn't have gone to the transfer portal. That might be true too. That might be true. Too. I, I don't. I don't think you could do that. And nobody's do... getting Sam Hartman, but Notre Dame. Right, and I, and I think it's important to remember in those scenarios, like you do have to worry about locker room dynamics, and like yeah. we, we heard all last year that he was a leader in the locker room, like he's the one that apparently you know got in a fight with Jeremy Banks, like he was the one holding him accountable. 
So, like, I do think you have to keep that in mind. And I also think that's probably why he got first crack and got, gets to start is because he did have the respect of his teammates. Yeah. It'd be tough to have a true freshman come in and start because you have well, to do, keep in do mind. Do you know what else? Do you know what else is gets the respect of the teammates is being 18 <laughs> yep. years yep. old out there and going yep. there and just balling out and being I a Heisman Trophy that, contender that, as that, a that, freshman. That's I agree. Go I ahead, like go ahead and interrupt me, more MB. I like go ahead and interrupt me. This, this is your show, baby, not mine. You just go ahead and cut me off and interrupt me. I had to you get right my ahead. point off because I forget things, and I got to get them out or I will get sidetracked. You go right ahead. Everyone's here to hear you. That, that's fair. Go ahead. I am. I am. But, no, I, I agree. Like, But, like, it's, but, but the point I keep trying to drive home, is that none of this matters. None of this becomes a real conversation until we lose. That's true. So, like, yeah, if we lose, the team might be like, hey, you're holding us back a little bit. But as long as you're winning, that's okay. It, we, the Austin P game will be a footnote on the DVD if Tennessee goes 11-1 and one and goes to the SEC championship. They'll show one or two highlights. They'll show Joe running a quarterback draw to end the half and scoring a touchdown and flexing. Flexing. And that's it. Like, we'll be like, Tennessee took care of business against the scrappy Austin P team. They'll show their coked-out coach going crazy. But other than that, like, we won't remember the game. It won't matter. It won't matter until you lose. And I don't plan on losing on Saturday. Yeah. And, you know, it, uh, you, you talk about until we lose. But I think you have to take uh, – you can't once, – once we lose, if we lose this weekend or if it is to A&M or to Alabama, like, you know, that's – the shot of that magical season might be might – be, be over because you know can you trust him to beat uh georgia that's why if you put nico in from day one and by the time he gets to alabama he's i won't say ready because you know six starts in you're never ready to go play at tuscaloosa at night i'll say he's ready man i just i think we missed a golden opportunity with it's not like we got hooker out there or milton's been out there lighting it up like we knew everybody you had to think in your head this was a, a very big possibility like, well, the good news is he's still getting reps. Like, Nico's been getting reps since January. It's, they're not starter reps, that's fine. But, like, he's been getting reps. And I do still anticipate that when he does get to play, he's going to perform. I don't think it matters that he started as a backup. I think it's going to matter when he gets in. Like, hey, it's time to go. doesn't matter if you didn't start the first couple of games. You're expected to perform because you are supposed to be that good. Yeah, I don't think he'll be affected by not starting and, you know, Let's say we're down 21-7 in the third quarter in the swamp and putting him in. I think he'll thrive in that kind of atmosphere. I think he'll just eat that shit up. So, I, I don't well, want to see it happen. Yeah, I, I wish say, it I already happened. Find out. I hope we do not find out. I do not want to find out this weekend. All right. Score prediction on the way out, BMV. Uh, with all that being said, uh, 52 52-20. <laughs> They are so, not good boys. So, I don't give so a shit who plays for I love you so much. I love Joe's Joe going to get missed, but he's going to lead a 32-point victory in the swap. Yep. No matter who's picked. We could put Navy Shuler out there, and he's going to hum the tater up and down the field. They're not stopping us. They're not. That fucking goofball haircut guy. We've got the best offensive mind in the country. It's true. It's true. Well, I hope we get that guy back on Saturday because I haven't seen the best offensive mind in the country so far this year. Who's got the goofy haircut? You talk about Napier's buzz cut. Yes, it does look weird for some reason. I don't know why. Is it? I'm yeah, it's just because it's not faded on the sides, like it's not. Yeah, it's just like he just got the two guard out and did the whole yeah. damn head. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's well, so to be fair, don't be sweet. That's what I used to do. And oh, I did, I did too. I'm not hating. I don't have hair. He's got more hair than I do. So I'm, the top you know. button on the polo 
it's just that's not a good look. Uh, you can only be, only people that can pull off the top button on the polo are Denzel Washington and Kevin Durant. That's it. Those are the only two people that can make it work. <laughs> so Billy Napier ain't Kevin Durant or Denzel Washington. No. All right, BMV. Y'all have a good one. I love Thanks, you, buddy. Bro. See you, boys. What are, Seth, go ahead and set the odds uh, that he comes back at the end wanting to talk again like he did last week. I hope so. I hope so. All right. Uh, nobody in the queue right now. If you want to hop on and talk, now is your chance. Although the bar is high. The bar is high. BMV said it. Do you feel better or worse about the game after this hour exercise, Seth? I always feel better after talking to the patrons and you. It's true. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's, just, it, it's, like, it's like a daily cleanse. It's a little therapy session. Yeah. It's a little therapy session. What time are you getting in on Friday? Uh, about 6 p.m. Eastern time. About 6 p.m. Eastern time is the 6 plan. 6 p.m. Eastern time. This is going to be a really dumb question. Gainesville is Eastern or Central time? Yeah, yeah, Gainesville is Eastern. Okay. I do not believe any part of Florida is in. No, no that's not, not true. Pan- Panama yeah, there is City. The, the Panhandle is in yeah, Central. Panama City, I know it's Central Time. Um, but yeah, Gainesville is Eastern Time. All right, let's get Rat Pizza on. <laughs> Rat Pizza, welcome to the show. Unmute your mic, you little rat. Unmute your mic, Rat Pizza. He dropped off. He, he he's He's a listener now. He scared him off. He said he did not mean to hit that button to request to speak. Oh, well, I was surprised that the rat wanted to speak. But let's uh, let's grab Hank, a different Hank. What's up, different Hank? How you doing, brother? What up, Hank? What up, Hank? What's up? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah, cut your uh, volume down a little bit because I'm, I'm, I can hear myself too, uh, like your audio. Gotcha. Your... Is that better? Yeah, how you doing, bro? Good, good. Um, the only reason I wanted to hop in here, guys, is because, I mean, as much as anybody, the thing that confuses me is <clears throat> the team that we got now, like the current roster that we're running now, who's missing from the team that Joe is running the show with against, like, Clemson? Like, why? I'm struggling to see why he just had, like, above-average games versus Vandy. And Clemson kind of gets our hopes up that he had kind of turned it around, and then we're just like essentially back to uh, square one with him. I just kind of wanted to get y'all's take on that. Yeah, that's a good question. Someone actually sent me a, a video today when I was on the radio of a drive that was pretty perfect, and all the passes went to guys who are on the team right now. Like every, it, was, it was everybody that was still playing, and the drive looked flawless. I don't know where the regression has come from, although I will say, Hank, if you give me a couple more weeks of mediocre play, I'm going to really start railing against the idea of NIL money and all these guys doing all these media rounds and doing all these sponsorship things instead of hitting the field and practicing. That's the take I got in the barrel for a couple weeks from now if Joe keeps sucking. That's red, buddy. I couldn't agree more. Last time getting on the – Less time on the billboard, Joe. More time in the film room. How about that? I was gonna say it was just a one-time thing. Like, first of all, the Vandy game. I think we won fifty-six to nothing. They were terrible. Throw that out. They, we ran for like four hundred yards. Yeah, throw that out. Um, he might have just had one game where he played really, really well for for him. I mean, that was a pretty good game for him. Um, might have just been a one-time thing. I mean, I just that's I don't, fair too. 
I don't think that the Clemson game has been the norm. So, it, you know, it could just be an I outlier. Just, I just want to point out, Seth, that NIL apparently hurt our team last year. That's what led to the fight between Hendon and Banks. That's what the rumors were. And now our quarterback just seems like he's spent more time shooting commercials than practicing. That's all I'm saying. But I'm I get that McDonald's money. I'm not saying it yet. I'm, I'm holding that for two weeks. So just uh, check back in in two weeks. I will say, since I've gotten back to school, I've seen a unreal amount of uh, Joe Milton billboards popping up everywhere. So I really couldn't agree <laughs> They're more. They're everywhere. And every time I'm watching local TV, he's hopping on doing doing advertisements. I'm glad he's getting money. But, my guy, you got to play better. you got to play better if you get the money. Yeah, no, I agree. That's mildly infuriating. Score prediction on the way out, Hank. Uh you know, like we're all saying, it's Florida, so you know it's going to be a touchdown game. Uh, I see us pulling it out 28-21. See you guys. 28-21. Uh, are you have, going, have making the trip down? Are you making the trip down? I think Hank left. 28-21. We all haven't been saying a touchdown game. We've had a couple blowouts. Let's get uh, – <laughs> uh, this guy came on last time. It's Chris. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The picture always throws me off. What's up, Krebs? Uh, unmute your mic. Let's go. Well, 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 boys. <laughs> How are we doing? Are you still stuck in a storm? Are you still stuck in the water with a tornado coming your way or a hurricane coming your way? No, that was a hurricane, and I'm currently now. I'm, I'm away from South Carolina. Well, your service is still dog shit, I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Are you in Detroit now? Uh, yeah, the metro area, you know. I'm not down in the slums or anything like that. I forgot it. Whoa, whoa, be careful. Be oh, careful. Listen. He could be talking about 8 Mile. He could be talking about Eminem and 8 Mile. Oh, okay, okay, I, okay. That's I used fair. to live on 8 Mile, but it, the, in the nice area of town. But, uh, but no, you know, um, I haven't been here in like three years. I forgot how many homeless people there are. <laughs> they're they're looking at you like lunch meat. They're gonna find they're gonna come into your window when you're asleep. You better be careful. Yeah, it's a it's a little shocking, but uh all right, all right. Florida week is upon us, right? Um, you know, this is a week that typically I dread every year. I'm I'm thinking about some memories like that ten to nine game. Um <sighs> <laughs> where that was during the bowl- tree on yeah hill. what was that? i was a junior i think in in college and that was during tree on harris right tree on tree harris, on harris, right? tree on harris yeah. that was uh that was during the bowl outbreak and i was screaming that i was wishing i was getty bowl after the game um you know it's just been year after year and obviously you know kicking their asses last year was fun even though we almost blew it at the end but this is what I'm going to predict before I have a couple questions for you guys. So I'm going to do the prediction on the beginning because I have a I have a question to ask on my way out, and then I'll hang up and listen. Hey, it's your show, buddy. Let's see what you got. It's your show. So my prediction is we're going to see one of the dumbest, stupid, typical bullshit games that we always do in this <laughs> series. So I, I'm not going to predict 52 to 20 or, you know, some big score. We're going to win. We're going to win the game. I'm not worried about that. But it's going to be like a final score of, like, I'm going to say 27 to, like, 9. That is my uh, final score, final prediction. Tennessee wins in the swamp. That's a pretty comfortable win. Yeah, I would sign up for that right now. 
Yeah, would it's do. not a great offensive outburst by any means, but I'm, I'm taking that. If we, if our defense shows out, I'm going to be completely fine with whatever the whatever we score. Yeah. Um. Okay, a couple questions for you. Number one, how off are these new rules? This this running clock. I mean, it's it, especially with us running the ball these first two games. Like Seth said earlier, it's so boring to watch. Where? Where? I miss my four-hour football games. Where? We still have the four-hour football games. We just don't have football. I like commercials. Get rid of halftime is what we got to do. We got to get rid of all the, the, the halftime is like 25 minutes. I swear it's gotten longer. Just get rid of the halftime show and get back to playing ball. Oh, I saw, gosh. You're anti-band members here. I saw. Um, um, second CFC. question for you. How how disappointing has uh, Keaton been this year? Yeah, it's been bad. It's been bad. I, he's uh, he's me, pretty much number one on my shit list at this moment. Well, to me, all the receivers have been bad. And that was the position I was most excited to see. So I've been pretty disappointed with that. Krebs, I saw a uh, CFB uh, – Football Scoop had a story based on stats from CFBStats.com, and they had only found that there were like two less plays a half. So, Is that it? Sorry. That's what it was. I keep getting cut week. out, that's I what... think. This damn signal's doing oh, it again. Okay. That's what it was. Um, all right, week. boys. Well, last question. I'll, ask yeah. I'll, I'll hang up and listen here. I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on, uh, you know, the national media just trying to railroad my guy, Mel Tucker. Um, you know, if you don't mind, speak to that at length before I hang up. Um, I appreciate it. Love you guys. Go balls, beat Florida. I love you. No- I love you, brother Krebs. There is nothing wrong with a little phone sex. There is nothing wrong with a little phone sex. Had he FaceTimed her and dropped in or sent a video, we'd have a problem. But, uh, you know, I think Mel, I think they're using this as a way to get Mel out with no buyout, to be honest. If he was winning, this never would have came out. So everyone knows that, right? Like, everyone knows that. And then well, people are like, I can't believe he 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 put that letter out in public yesterday. Like everyone knows they're trying to get rid of him because of the buyout. I think some people think Michigan State's trying to because of Nasser and all that stuff. Yeah, trying to fix but all their stands. But if if it was Kirby Smart, oh no, yeah, for sure, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Although at the same time, like the guy who's going to have to pay it all is the Suns owner. He's stinky rich. Yeah, and you they have Dan Gilbert too, right? Yeah, you would think they wouldn't be necessarily worried about the money, but still, if you can they're save $80 million. Dollars. They're mad at him for two weeks ago. He said that Michigan State didn't have any money in NIL stuff. He's like, we haven't got any money. We need more money. And they're just like, dude, we gave you like an, you know, all this money. Terrible contract on their part. Ter- yeah. Terrible idea. Rewarding him for one good year. But, yeah, that situation has been – have you read up on it and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, uh, you know – it seems, it seems kind of. Uh, I don't want to say I'm on his side. It's he said, she said, at point blank to me. Right. That, well, that's what I'm going to say. I'm not on his side, but it feels kind of crazy to me that they're going to take eighty million dollars from him for this. So I don't think that. So he's obviously. I think he's going to get some. Okay. He seems to. He seems to have made his peace with not getting his job back, or else he okay. wouldn't have released that letter. Okay. But I think the letter was like, look. I'm not going to get my job back, but I am going to get some of my money. Yeah, it's kind of like forty like million dollars. Yeah, like Pat Fitzgerald is going to get some of his money too. Is he? Okay. Um, because well, I, knew he gonna, I, I knew he lawyered up. I knew he because he can up. say like, "Look, you didn't fire me; you just suspended me." And then when it became public, you you decided to fire me, even though no new information came out. 
to light, and then I'm the only Michigan, person Michigan State's claiming, though, that they didn't know. They just knew that there was an allegation. They didn't know the details is what Michigan State is claiming. Yes. I think he Which, is, which seems kind of crazy to me that they wouldn't know the details. Just because it's a total he said, she said situation, and both people deleted text messages. Like, yeah, her deleting the text messages to me means that she shouldn't be allowed to, like, really have too much of a leg to stand on. I mean, I'm not trying to, like, victim shame or anything, but that's just how it seems to me. I expect him to get some money, and I expect – like, I don't think he has any illusions about getting his job back, or he wouldn't have lit, lit everything on fire with that letter. Yeah, but, you know, give me $40 million and send me on my way, $50 million. That's fine. Then my wife's going to divorce me and take, you know, 65% of that, and I'll just yeah. hang out with my, t- my, eight, my 8 or $10 million, and we'll call it a day. We'll yeah, it's it very day. weird. It's a very weird situation. You just – you have to – you can't go after her. I got a listener sent this in. Oh, you got anything else about Mel Tucker? Sorry, I was cutting you off. A listener sent this in. Billy Stat says, Joe Milton's last four road games with a minimum of 10 attempts. Here are his stats. 11 for 21, 147 yards and one touchdown. 5 for 12, 89 yards, no touchdowns. 18 for 34, 344 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. And 15 for 22, 225 yards, one touchdown, and no interceptions. I mean, the majority of those are, are Michigan. Yeah, I would say, like, I feel like the 15 for 22 and 225 and a touchdown. Is that the game against Minnesota, or is that the three-touchdown, two-interception game where you threw for 344 yards? I, I'm just not sure that that matters that much for – Yeah, I concur. I don't, I don't think so either, now that we've talked about it, because – has he gone on the road for Tennessee? Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. In Vanderbilt's that it, right? Yeah. Would, would that be the 5 for 12, 89-yard game or no? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'd see 11 for 21 game. Because that would be his last road game. So, yeah, it's probably the last one. Yeah, I don't know if that matters. But although the point is he hasn't shown much on the road. I just don't know how hostile this environment is going to be, though. I think if you just go up early and have a good first quarter, they just leave. That's what I think. Quit. I mean, like, it's still not even sold out, right? Like, it's still, there's still plenty of tickets to, to be had. I, there were, I, I saw tickets for sale yesterday. Florida 2021, yeah. Hooker started, Boomer. Hooker started against Yeah, Hooker started Hey, Wides, I saw that you were requested. If you want to get back on, request. Anybody wants on, go ahead and request. We're wide open. We're here to talk to you guys. Seth and I already did our podcast. Go to Apple or Spotify and look for the Reads Rant podcast. We already let our thoughts out. Yesterday, this is for you guys, the audience, to give us your thoughts. Let's go grab Phil. What's up, Phil? You're muted, Phil. Oh, I got you. Got me now, Phil. Yeah, I appreciate it. Long time listener, love you guys' content. Hey, hey, I appreciate you. Hey, I just want to say, you know, I'm by no means out here carrying the torch for Milton, but you think about the man hadn't started a started a big time football game since what 2019. Are are we being unless you count unless you count the Orange Bowl, which I mean he did play pretty well in the. So that's kind of what I'm saying. You know, you know he he lit him up pretty good in the Orange Bowl. Are, is it possible we're jumping the gun, maybe just a little bit? You know, we, he had that one yeah. bad series in Virginia against Virginia, and we stopped letting him throw the ball. He had the one bad series against you know P. Stopped letting him throw the ball. Uh, I I just don't see any way that that this is the playbook. I you know I. I've I've been I've been down on him since <laughs> since we got you know since Hending got hurt, but I just I don't see any way that he's still this bad. So 
I don't know. I, I just think we're maybe maybe being it's a, little very quick, a little quick on him to kind of try yeah. to pull that collar. It, 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 it's very possible that we're being too quick. Although I do want to reiterate, I have been saying like, hey, I'm giving him this game. Like I, oh, I absolutely have been. Yeah, I've been down him the first two games. You know, I said a C plus game against Virginia. I thought it was a D minus game against Austin P. But I've said like, hey, it doesn't matter if you play well against Florida. Like that will not matter at all. So I, I'm giving him a chance. And I do think it's fair to say that, like, Hidden Hooker didn't play well at Pittsburgh last year in week number two. Yep. And, like, he got better as the season went on. I'm just worried. I'm just worried that, like, it's just who he is. We all keep waiting for him to be somebody he's not or somebody that he's never shown that he can be. And that worries me. Yeah. No, I hear you. I'm not going to be that worried until he, you know, overshoots a receiver by 15 yards again like he did two years ago. But um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Until he does that, I'm, I'm going to keep believing. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I just don't want him to get one of our wide receivers killed going across the <laughs> middle of the field. He threw a few you know, hospitals the other day. He almost got squirrel knocked all the way out. Now, we would get 15 yards in that scenario, but I, I don't want our players getting their brain scrambled. So I'm a little worried about that. Yep. You got a uh, score prediction for us? Man, I, I, you know, I don't see any way we lose, but at the same time, my whole body tells me that we're we're gonna lose this game in the swamp. No! But I think it's gonna be, no! <laughs> I think it's gonna be the ugliest, the ugliest, the ugliest win in the swamp you ever see. I'm going 27-21, and it, it goes by in like two hours and fifteen minutes because nobody wants to throw the ball. Well, if it's gonna be boring, it can, it should at least be fast. That's what I'm thinking. Boring, fast, and and nobody feels good about it, but we get the win. You going down? You making a trip or no? No, no, I, no, I can't make yeah. that. Yeah. Probably a good idea. I'm yep. regretting going, to be honest. The more we talk about it, the more I'm regretting it. Phil, <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. Thanks, Thanks for the support. 27-21. 27-21. I mean, we would take that. We would take that. It would that. be so funny. It would be so it's funny. It's a win. It's a win. <laughs> Let's get Adam. What's up, Adam? Thank you for uh, hopping on with us. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? What's up, Adam? Hey, uh, I've noticed, uh, obviously, everybody's a little bit uh, concerned about the offense sputtering past first couple games here. I just want to know if you guys think that – I've not heard anybody mention this yet, but what do you think the the importance of Galesh not being there this year has made? <sighs> I mean, it's Heupel's offense, right, Seth? Like, I mean, we all think it's his offense. He's the one that was kind of calling the shots. Yeah. I don't think that has much to do with it. I think it's more just about the quarterback situation and the opponents. Yeah, I I tend to agree. Uh, I just heard somebody speaking on that the other day about how, you know, year one, the offense was obviously still good. Probably not as great as it was last year, obviously. But I was just kind of curious about what you thought about that. Also... Uh, so I've been seeing a lot of pissed off Florida fans here at Billy Napier. I know earlier today he said something like calling for a blue out down there in Gainesville, whatnot. And everybody was kind of getting on his ass talking about, you know, just worry about winning and this, that, and another. So, well, there, there is, there is going to be a blue out in the swamp on Saturday and it's going to be when Tennessee blows them out. Am I right, Seth? <laughs> used a Florida Gator season ticket holder like code to get these tickets that I'm going for on Saturday and I have been getting emails from Florida and they're definitely calling for a blue out they've been sending multiple emails 
to remind us to wear blue. So they're definitely trying to go for that. And I don't think they're going to have the fan support to get it done. It's just going to kind of look stupid. So do you think that if Tennessee goes down there and just beats the ever-living shit out of them, how much longer does Billy Napier have? I think it comes down to the Kentucky game. Like, it's going to be – Strangely enough, like, I feel like if he loses to us and turns around and loses to Kentucky, I think it's over for him. If he loses to us, you could at least say, like, hey, it's a top 10-ish team. And at least we beat Kentucky. Seth, I want to run something by you. I said on the radio, and Cody said he disagreed. But do you think if we took a poll from Florida fans and we said, hey, set your pride aside and answer honestly, do you think they would lock in losing a close game to us and then beating Kentucky? Do you think they'd hit the button on that and lock it in? No, I don't think so, because this, so? this is the only one of the four rivalry games they have that they have like a decent chance or somewhat of a chance at winning. So they're not going to beat Florida State. They play at LSU, and then they're not going to beat Georgia. But they got Tennessee at home. Okay. See, I think they're I, I think they're a little concerned about getting blown out by us and losing to Kentucky. Oh, I'm sure they are. <laughs> I would be if I was them. I think if I was in their shoes, I think if I was in their shoes, I would lock in winning against Kentucky and not getting embarrassed by us. I think I would hit that button. I mean, obviously, I think you know this game matters way more to them than a Kentucky game does and sure, in retrospect sure. at the you know big rivalry and we haven't beaten Florida since what 03 down there in, in game the swamp, yeah. yeah yeah so <clears throat> i mean i think that they're you know i do not expect as much as i would love to say that we're just going to go down there and beat the ever loving shit out of them i do not expect that to happen i would like to know regarding that question how many of their fans expect to win Saturday just because that's what has always been. That's the way it's always been. I think they have serious doubts about Napier though. Oh, I don't, I don't think they're, I don't think most of their fans think they're going to win Saturday. Yeah. I, I don't either. Seth. I'm just curious if any of them do, like if that factors into it all. Into oh yeah. I'm sure all. there's still going to be a handful. We, we have our own people in our own fan base who think that like we have our own people. It's like, we're not going to win. We never win in Florida. So, like, yeah, they definitely have it on the other side. But, like, those other games don't really matter. Adam, you got a score prediction? Uh, man, I'm going to go with something like probably 24 to 13. You know, somewhere in there. I think we cover. I think we – Nice and ugly. You know. Slop it uh, up. I, I like the defense. I like the way the defense has played so far. So, I don't see Florida really being able to get a whole lot going. Are you smashing cans right now, Adam? Are you smashing cans? Or are you, what, are you, what are you doing? That That's actually not me. I don't really know Seth, what else. I was cans? breaking down a small cardboard box. Well, don't do that with the mic on. Sorry, Adam. I didn't mean to falsely accuse you of that. <laughs> no, you're good, brother. But, hell, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hopping on. Right, see you guys. Go ahead. Keep breaking them down now while somebody's not – while we don't No, it's just a talking. small box. Since that could, can't wait. I mean, listen, the box was empty. It had to be broken down. It's just the way it is. That was loud as ever-loving shit is what that was. That's weird because it wasn't anywhere near my microphone. But Beats Beats headphones are just the best. Do you use your Beats to do mic too? Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah, yeah. You sound pretty pretty good. Exactly. That's why I do it. See, because I'm doing Beats for my headphones, but I've got a microphone – I bought one of those like ten dollar like portable yeah. TikTok microphones that you can clip to your shirt. Yeah, I use Beats for 
Because like last year when we did Spaces, every people would tell me how great I sounded. So I just, no, you do sound good. I didn't, the Beats, I didn't are, beats, the beats are best headphones. Good. Beats how do the Beats headphones. sound so good? How do they sound so good? Well, they're expensive. Well, I know they're expensive, but they're not expensive for their microphone capabilities. They're expensive no, for their they're headphone just, capabilities. They're, just, they're well made. They're Dr. Dre, he's, you know. <laughs> that is true. He's, he's Dr. Doing. Dre, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine, they know what the hell they're doing. You are right about that. You are right about that. Have you ever watched that documentary on HBO? No, I have not. The Defiant Ones, you should watch that. I, have I think not. you would enjoy it. Is it about Easy E getting AIDS or anything? Uh, you know, they might mention that, but it's just like a four-part documentary about like Interscope and Death Row Records, and then like you know, it leads from Dr. Dre into like Eminem into Fifty Cent, like Marilyn Manson, and like basically how that Jimmy Iovine guy really starts with like Fleetwood Mac and Tom Petty and everything, and just it, it, it ends the fourth episode about them selling Beats by Dre for like you know a billion dollars. It's kind of cool though if you like documentaries. Did you ever watch BS High? No. Do you not? You just don't like sports documentaries? You don't like documentaries what is that? at all, I guess? Is that the That's... one about the Bishop Sycamore? Yeah, yeah. Was it on HBO Max? It is. I canceled HBO Max like two weeks ago because House of the Dragon and The Last of Us aren't coming for the next season anytime soon. I didn't really want to keep paying. Fair enough. The Bishop but Sycamore I... doc is pretty good, though. I'm sure it's amazing. I do need to watch that. One of the all-time villains. The coach there that was doing all that. One of the all-time villains. Let's grab Orlando. I hope Orlando's chili is still hot. He said he did not see us. How we could possibly lose at least two games on the season when we talked to him two weeks ago. What's up, Orlando? Orlando, are you there, brother? You requested to speak. I hit speak. Your job is to now speak, Orlando. Let's go. Vamos. Rapido, rapido. I guess he gave up. Wide open if you guys want to hop on and talk. <clears throat> Let's see. He's requesting again. Let's see what we got. Okay. All right, Orlando, what's up? Hey, bro? I got no. Hey. I clicked the Discord by accident, and it, I think something messed up. That's what everyone keeps saying. That's what happened to Garrick, too. It's okay. Yeah, I got you. It's okay. Um, well, I'm excited to think about this weekend. Uh, you sound excited. We haven't. <laughs> I feel like I'm just, there's no, um, there's no, I mean, I know we haven't played the best so far this year, but I think this is finally like the eight game, especially the beginning of the season, what tells us how the rest of the season goes. Cause usually if you lose to Florida, we lose the East, et cetera, kind of sucks towards the end. So I think this is really the last chance or the, you know, we need to give our team, but I'm really excited about this. Uh, Are you going to the game? Did you end up finding tickets? Yes, you sir. Me looking for tickets. I got a couple of tickets. I'll be in yeah. section 23. Section 23. Hey, I think that's what section I'm in. I'm in row 15, bro. We'll be there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. I'm either in 23 or 21. I was talking to somebody who was either in 23 or 21 and I was in the opposite. Hold on. I'm in section 23, row 19. Seat 21, 22, 23, and 24. I mean, I'm not in all four of those seats, <laughs> but my party is. Hell yeah. So whichever one's closest to the aisle is the one I'll get in. So yeah, you'll be four rows ahead of me. Let's go. Let's see. I got section 2315, row 21. Hey, seat 21. That's exactly four rows ahead of me. Let's go. Hell yeah, we'll be right there, brother. Orlando's <laughs> balled up. 
Orlando, are you on drugs tonight? No, no, I'm good. Okay. Orlando, right. what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Two weeks you ago, you were over the moon. My... You sound you were smoking weed, Orlando. Nah, nah. I've been, my throat's been kind of feeling weird, so I feel weird about speaking. I didn't think I would. Do you think you have COVID? Do you think you have the vid? Are you going to get us all sick inside the swamp? Nah, nah, I don't have COVID. I think it's just allergies because I was just chilling outside with my parents. Seth, Papa Zertek, what are you wiping up this time? Papa Zertek, Orlando. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to get some medicine for sure. My voice is just. Take some Zertek. <laughs> some Claritin. Are you coming to the tailgate? Yes, sir. I'll be there for sure. Good. Okay. Excited to meet you. I don't think I've met you before. I have not met you either, brother uh, Orlando. But I, just judging from your Twitter handle, I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait to meet you. I cannot wait either, brother. Can't wait. Uh, well, I appreciate you guys having me on. Sorry about my throat, my voice. Yeah, electric phone car, Orlando. Way, way to break the heat. I do hope you feel better. Brother. I do love you, Orlando. You're my boy. But electric phone call. <laughs> Good shit. You're out of here. Right. Goodness gracious. Worst phone call of the night goes to brother Orlando, who has definitely either taken a lot of uh, NyQuil to get ready for sleep or is just out of it. Maybe he's sick. Maybe he's got COVID. Who knows? Let's go here. The Vol Sheriff. The Vol Sheriff. What is up, friends? What hey, how are y'all? Doing good. How are you? Buddy? Doing good. I'm getting vaulted up for this weekend. Uh, I'll go. just wondering what y'all's thoughts are. Does this game feel a lot like the pit game to y'all last year? Ooh, okay, so. A lot like the pit game. A game that you kind of go on the road to and feel like you have to win. Kind of like the swing game early in the season. Kind of like a swing game. But it's like one – see, I, I'm trying to put myself back to last year because I felt like pit was a non-losable game. It's like one you had to win. So I don't even call it a swing game. It's just like this is the game that could derail your season. Because if we lost to Pittsburgh last year, you know, everything goes up in smoke. So in that regard, if we lose to Florida on Saturday – to me, the season goes up in smoke. So from that regard, we're going on the road. It's kind of a must win. It's an opponent we don't really respect and see as being on our level. So I'll say yes. Now, obviously, the, the reward for winning and beating a conference rival is much higher than beating Pittsburgh. But everything else, I think, lines up. So I'll say yes. I've been getting those vibes a lot. The only other thing I wanted to ask, and I'll hop off uh, real quick. Um Historically, this game seems like it's always been, depending on whoever runs the ball best, is the winner. Do we see that being the case? And barring injury, do we have any concerns slowing down their run game? Uh, I know they don't have AR like they did last year. I, I don't know what the rushing stats were last year, but I don't they think ran for about 140. Much. They ran for about 140 yards last year with Anthony Richardson accounting for like 60. We ran, I want to say, in the 220 range. So we outgained them on the ground. And if you take away the quarterback runs, we really outgained them on the ground. I've only watched them play Utah. I thought their running backs looked pretty average. I think their offense and lack of explosion is going to let us stack the box. If, I, if you're asking me what I think the totals will be, I think that we will outrush them by about 150 yards minimum. That's how I feel sitting here right now. So I do think we win. I do think we'll run more. You can call that the key or not, but I do think, you know, I do think that's going to happen. I like it. Well, I'll get out of here. Vols, 38, 24. 
Drain the swamp. 38-24, drain the swamp. Appreciate it, brother. Seth, what do you think about my statement that we'll outrush them by 150 yards? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At least, I think. They didn't look like they could really run the ball against Utah. No, they're, I mean. They're, their offensive line kind of sucks. Yeah. Agree. Let's get my fellow Hawk fan here, Capaquitic. <laughs> nice reference to a tragedy, a poor girl dying. What's up, brother? Not a fan of the Kennedy family. I think. Well, no. This it, listen. My name is Caps, and it, uh, you know it rolls off the tongue. Cap quit. I, I don't like the Kennedys either, buddy. They're Irish. Yeah, we, you, they, you don't have to. We don't like the Kennedys. Yeah, well, we're out. We're out on them. It's you know, it, it, it's fifty years ago. You know, there's a statute of limitations with these guys. <laughs> You're saying move on. It's okay to kill a girl and still run for president. Got it. Got it. The elite stay elite. No, I'm not even sure that's the worst thing the Kennedy family's ever done. But anyway. Guys, well, I would say it's probably guys. Not. My chili's a ten, and let me explain why. Okay, I, I feel the negativity off the Akron game is getting way, or the Austin P game is getting blown way out of proportion. Let me rewind back to twenty twenty one, when we played three cupcakes and put sixty points on them each time with a far inferior team. Okay, okay, okay. let's go. Give it to me. I like where this okay. is headed. So the Austin P game made no sense. Right. Absolutely no sense. Uh, and the, there were drops. And, and I think Milton's getting a way too bad a rap for a couple of the throws that were on the back shoulder. Those need to be caught. But I, you can't sit here and tell me that we showed all our cards during that game. We're clearly holding out for Florida. We blew Virginia out. Uh, I don't understand why we're so negative. The, the consistent... Um, the way you win against Florida, as we know, I'm an old man. I've been around these this, this series a long time, is who rushes the ball, right? You got to rush the ball to win this game. Well, who, uh, we're rushing the ball right now. We don't need Joe Milton to go throw 400 yards. We don't. Just manage the game, rush the ball, and we're going to beat this crappy Gator team. Everyone calm down. That's all I can well, I do think all those things you're saying are fairly accurate, but I do think us beating a crappy Florida team doesn't mean that we're overreacting by not being in love with the quarterback play so far. Do our receivers need to be better? Yes. But, like, even if those receivers are catching those balls, they're still bad balls. Like, it's still Squirrel White getting decapitated across the middle. It's still an open slant pass that should go for 50 yards, you know, where you have to stop and adjust and you get tackled as soon as you catch it. So I do think both those things can be true. That's fair. Let me run it down for you. Tennessee Martin, 2021. Excuse me. South Alabama, 2021, 60 to 14. Uh, I, I hear you. I hear 56 you, to nothing over Tennessee Tech. None, none of this matters. None of that matters what you're saying. It, it all comes down to how Joe and the offense plays on Saturday. That's it. I don't care about the past stuff. I don't care about Cap, the reason that people are so down. You think Milton's getting a bad rap. You don't understand why people are like this. Et cetera, et cetera. Okay, look, Tennessee fans have PTSD about Joe Milton because of two years ago, and rightfully so. That's why. It's that simple. Like, they saw, like, two years ago happened. It is what it is. Like, we all hope and think that Joe's improved, but that is why fans are the way they are. But we don't need him to win this game. Okay, we but it's, to... it, it's a lot bigger than this game. Uh, not for me. It's, it's I mean, obviously this. When was the, the SEC is like the worst? Is, yeah. When, when was the last time the SEC wasn't the best conference in America? 
It might be, but there's an argument to be had right now. It's the worst it's been in 15 years. Yeah, whatever. It's it's not top heavy right now. It, it, that that's sure, and I understand Florida is not the cream of the crop in the SEC, and it doesn't all boil down to this game, but it kind of does, and it sets the tone for the rest of the season. And and it, we all know it's an important game, and you know. I just want everyone to calm down. If we come out and lay a stinker on Saturday, then we can start, you know, uh, uh, screaming about stuff. But let, let's all calm down about the Austin P game. We got thrown off by the weather. We didn't get to run through the tee. These, the these weather. Practice. The weather was fine, wasn't it? I mean, I wasn't in Knoxville. Yeah, the weather was but, uh, fine. The weather was fine. The, there was lightning, but the, the playing conditions the playing conditions were fine, right? I the meant the delay. Fine. I meant the delay. My man said that running through the team, not getting to run through the team, bothered the team. Oh, my God. Listen. Oh, my God. None of it matters as long as he plays well Saturday night. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. Hey, John, before I get off, real quick, let let me get a chili check on our Atlanta Hawks. You know, I was happy to see Team USA not get a medal. I hope that Trey's relationship with LeBron gets him on the Olympic team in 2024. I am. I thought they put her over under way too low. It was like 42. We're, we're going to win at least like 47 games. So hammer the Hawks over. Uh, I'm feeling like a four or five seed. Couldn't agree more. Um, we're on the same page, sir. And the Team USA thing was absolutely laughable. The fact that this gentleman has it's, not been invited, that, that, that he's shunned, that he's it, so disrespected and Trey unliked. Young. It's Florida week. I got to get you out of here. It's Florida right. week. I love you, brother. Yeah, I, mean, I love Trey Young, but I can't I can't spend my time crying about Trey Young. Can't spend my time crying about it. You come on, you ask some questions, it's fine, I'll answer. Everyone's mad, everyone's melting down. What are we talking about? It? Oh my God, get him out of here. You asked a question, I answered, and I got him out. I'm a professional. Hey, if you don't like it, you go host your own space. How about that? How about that? I mentioned I answered Trey Young question. I moved on. 30 <clears> seconds <throat> of your life. Get over it. Do you concur, Seth? I mean, I'm, I'm here for all the Atlanta Hawks talk, obviously. Well, thank you. You're a good friend. Who's our coach? Is it Quinn Snyder? Quinn Snyder and his Gucci it belt? It is Quinn still Snyder. Coach. Quinn Snyder and all of his chapsticks. He, he's a good-looking guy, though. He is. He's a, you kind of remind me of Quinn Snyder, to be honest. Handsome long man. Hair, got, got long hair. Long hair. I assume you like chapstick, or at least I know you're very, like, hygienic. Yeah, I do like You also too. give off if – you, if, if you ended up being a serial killer, we'd all be like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. COVID. That makes sense. Well, don't bring COVID to the swamp, please. Between you and Orlando – the odds of me getting sick have have compounded. They're growing exponentially. Wide open if anyone wants to hop on and talk. If not, we're going to start winding this thing up. I'm having a good time, but it's been an hour and a half, so I don't want to keep Seth too long. You know, sleepy. It's time for me to go watch Big Brother and the Challenge. We'll do a little 30-second here. See if anybody wants to hop on and talk. If you want to hear our thoughts of the game, Reed's Ranch Podcast, go subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. I do a radio every day at noon on Fan Run Radio. Listen to that. Well, Seth, looks like we're about done. Yep. It's been successful, though. I've had fun. We got off to a little bit of a rough start, but people hopped on. People had fun. 
Oh, I disagree. I mean, the first guy, the first guy predicted that Kamal had an interception to ice the game. That's that's electric. But he also predicted us to lose before he realized he was going to be oh. booed. He said we're going to lose, and then I said boo. And he said just kidding, just kidding. We're going to win. But he did pick us to uh, win, and for Haddon to come up with the interception. Appreciate everybody who hopped on. Seth, I'll see you on Saturday down in the swamp. Hopefully, I'll run into a bunch of you guys in the swamp. Come up and say what's up. We'll talk. Uh, Seth and I will do the podcast next Tuesday, and then we'll do another space on Wednesday. Most likely. Maybe. I'm not going to say 100%, because also we play UPSA. So, like...
I'll quit now with Pumbaa.